Now to the devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria and that huge rescue and recovery effort that is underway. Now things are complicated on the Syrian side with the fallout from the ongoing war there, meaning even though there is international aid, it is available, it's having trouble getting through to the area. And there are millions of people in this part of Syria that need help. Our next guest, Jude Kawatea, is a medical student in Aleppo, joining us now to talk about this. Jude, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me, too. Can you give me an idea of what it's like where you are right now? Well, the situation here is very saddening. Uh, I don't know where to start, actually. Uh, People are homeless, children are always crying in the streets, and we're witnessing, uh, especially in this harsh weather, it's freezing out there, and people have left their homes, and I don't know what else to say, but this earthquake is very grave indeed. Is there any help that is getting through to where you are? Uh, well, uh, the several INGOs and the NGOs, uh, as well as uh, social uh, initiatives and private ones, they are all helping. However, the damages they are very, uh, they are very, they, they are very too much for everyone, and it's not enough. Everyone is doing their best to sort of uh, put their aid and try to be in help for those people. However the buildings and the wreckage and the sort of uh, the shortage in food and medicine in everything is uh, even blankets in this harsh weather it's all uh, not sufficient Jude, what kind of impact did the earthquake have this week i know things were tough before the earthquake but what happened when the earthquake happened uh What happened when the earthquake happened, well, I still recall that it was Monday morning, it was not long before dawn, and when that earthquake was at 7.8 magnitude tremor, uh, it has caused, especially in the uh, east side of Aleppo, where I'm living, uh, where the buildings are very fragile, um, the wreckage the buildings kept wrecking themselves and people, uh, so many people, being trapped under the uh, uh, wreckage and not being able to get help and uh, I don't know what else to say however it's very it's very saddening and it's like a nightmare that we have never until yet until now we have we have never understood is there trying is there an airport there Jude is there any size are, are there passable roads yes the airport is open and uh, I don't know. Everyone is doing their best, as well as the um, the as I mentioned earlier, the uh, national NGOs and the um, social initiatives. However, I don't know if it's enough because until now, people are still under being in their in 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 their buildings, not being able to get out. And the fact that the people who has managed to go out, they still can go back to their homes because of those cracks and that are very dangerous and they can go back to their homes because they're, these buildings are threatened to fall apart at any moment. Is there aid that is getting through? I understand that the way to get through here is through Damascus. Is just the one border crossing to get through to that area? Well, to be quite honest with you, I'm, I don't know much details because I'm just a medical student. I'm just telling you my, uh, my personal perspective right. and what I'm seeing and the streets. 
as a medical student, how it must be so struggle, must be hard for you to see what is happening there because you're training to help people, but you, you don't have the, the other uh, things that you need to do that. Yes, it is very, very hard. The fact that you want to give help, but it's, uh, um, well, we're just trying to do our best at, at personal level or with, uh, um, social initiatives and others. That's all. What are the buildings like in your neighborhood then? Like, are, are, are they still standing? What kind of impact did the earthquake have? Uh, luckily, the, the buildings in my neighborhood are still standing. However, uh, so many buildings are uh, being, are having those cracks, which are considered dangerous. So uh, uh, engineers are doing their best to sort of tell you whether your uh, building is sort of you can you, you yeah it's it's able to, right. to to for you to live in it or not jude what was your oh, daily I, life like before the earthquake happened uh as you all know the economic situation is very um it's it's very saddening and uh, syria has gone through a 10-year uh sort of war and uh, I don't know. We're trying our best to sort of adapt to the situation, but but this situation after the earthquake is something that is entirely uh, has worsened everything. Will you be able to continue your medical studies? Well, I'm trying my best uh, to sort of finish my medical studies. Is this like is the school able to operate? Are you like how do you do that? Uh, no, we, uh, uh, the government has uh, given us sort of two weeks uh, free time for, for examining the buildings, being able for us to go back and uh, resume our studies there. Everything is stopping at the moment. Sounds like it. So Jude, what would you like the rest of the world to know about what is happening in Aleppo? Uh, that this is a humanitarian crisis and has been the worst indeed. And uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's so much worse when you see the pain and you, you witness those children crying out there in the streets and you just can't do anything about it. I mean, I want, that's why I'm being here with you uh, on, on, on this interview to sort, of, um, to sort of give and tell the world that is very very grave indeed and uh, i don't know what else to say but it's all i can describe at the moment Jude, that that perspective though that you bring is so important so we thank you for your time today and and please keep in touch let us know if there's anything else that we can tell the world about okay uh, thank you for having me too. Thank you for being on. That is Jude Kawatea, who's a medical student in Aleppo in Syria. Even before the earthquake hit, as you heard her describe, it was very tough with the infrastructure situation. Uh, there hasn't been reconstruction while the war has been going on. Aleppo has been the focus point of some aerial bombardments over the years. And then the earthquake hit and she said, you know, now you're seeing people in the streets, the weather is cold, there's not even enough blankets to go around. And the problem is that there's not enough space for um, to get the humanitarian aid to this particular area of Syria. A lot of aid is getting through to Turkey and they are helping to make that happen. 
This is a different situation because of how contentious the situation has been in Syria over the last 10 years. The United Nations is estimating that more than 4 million people in that region uh, are going to depend on cross-border aid for their day-to-day survival in this next little while here, and uh, yet it's struggling to make sure that aid gets through to people there. Uh, We'll be telling more of those stories as well.